Hello everyone and welcome back to Smashing Year 12 English. I'm Bella and I'm talking to you guys today very briefly about language analysis. Um, so this is the next thing that is coming up um, on the VCE curriculum in this VCE study design uh, and it is also something that the New South Wales students have to deal with. Um, it isn't called language analysis. I really have to brush up on my terminology for New South Wales English topics, if you will, um, but I'll get back to you guys on that. So language analysis tends to be one of those pieces that really kind of miss students, especially once they get the hang of essay writing, because it's a bit, language analysis is a bit out of left field. It's very, very different, we'll just say. Um, no bias, not in a good way, not in a bad way. It's just very different. And so students will tend to freak a little bit about how, um, how to write language analysis pieces and it gives them a lot of anxiety because once they feel like they're you know kicking goals with you know analytical and comparative essay writing and once they start you know getting into language analysis they get a bit they get stressed they get stressed at the idea that um they're not confident in writing like that that it's to a different structure to a different format and based or oh, focusing on different things um so Teal structure typically fits in with language analysis, um, and but it fits in in a different format, I guess. Well, you you have to you have to include different items when it comes to your language analysis paragraphs, um, and we'll talk a little bit about that about that in a minute. But first, what I want to do is I actually want to direct you guys to the essay writing booklet. Um, now, this essay writing booklet, you'll find language analysis information from pages 19 through to 24. So there's five pages um, in this resource dedicated to language analysis, um, which is substantially more information on, than on any other topic in this essay writing booklet. So this is the first, your first kind of uh, additional resource for language analysis. Definitely go and see your teachers first if you have any um, initial questions about it, but use this um, essay writing booklet information as an additional, as an extra, um, as complementary information. So when it comes to um, language analysis, I just want to have a bit of a chat really briefly, like I said, um, and kind of go through the main things. Language analysis centres around um, articles. It sentence centres around um, stimuli that could be in the form of newspaper, um, articles, could be letters to the editor, it may be a transcribed presentation from a, a keynote speaker at a specific seminar, but ultimately what you're doing is you're looking at a piece of uh, an argumentative piece and you're analysing the language of that argumentative piece. That's literally all there is to it. So you don't have to be super creative in terms of coming up with your own ideas and um, analysing your own thoughts and opinions and arguments because you're actually meant to be looking at somebody else's argument and unpacking that. So hopefully that takes a bit of pressure off um, for the students who really struggle to come up with new ideas. Um, so when we start writing a language analysis, it's, uh, this is a standard essay structure in the sense of introduction, three body paragraphs and conclusion. Typically, there are some, some 
um, language analysis pieces that could be more than three body paragraphs, could include more than three. Um, and this is all dependent on how you structure your language analysis. But I'm going to give you a very simple way of doing this so that it's hopefully super helpful for you and helps streamline the process. So introductions in language analysis, let's start with that um, systematically. So the two key things that need to be included is an, in an introduction for language analysis is the first one is introducing the items. So that's where you provide some context around the piece that you're looking at or pieces if you're doing a comparative style language analysis. Um, and talking about the author, talking about the title of the piece, where the piece is from, uh, when the piece was written or recorded or whatever the case may be. Um, and you also then have to outline the contention of the main piece. So provide the contention. What is the piece um, arguing? What's the argument of the writer? Now, this can sometimes be um, directly stated through the through the initial paragraphs of the of the piece that you're looking at, or it can be implied. And the idea is to just understand how a contention is structured. How do we write a contention? You'll find information on contention writing formulas um, in the essay writing booklet. It's on page seven. I'm just triple checking to make sure. Yep, on page seven, the formula is there for contention writing. So if you can have a look at a piece of um, a piece of persuasive writing and unpack a contention through that using that contention formula on page seven, that should make it a bit easier if you struggle to understand implied contentions. So that's the introduction. Now, language analyses are very different in the way they're marked. There's not a lot of weight given to the introduction and the conclusion. That's because for language analyses, the main meat of it is the body. Um, you still do need an intro and a conclusion, but you it, it doesn't have that much weighting when it comes to marking. So be mindful. For the intro, all you have to do is introduce the key items, and outline the contention of the main piece or pieces. When it comes to the body, this is, as I said, where most of your marks will come from. And there's no real overarching structure um, through language analyses. It's very um, dependent on the writer, uh, dependent on the student who is writing this language analysis. Um, so, you can do, you can organise your body paragraphs in multiple ways. You can analyse the material from the pieces chronologically. So you can, you know, work from the start of the, um, of the item to the end. Um, you can analyse the piece by the techniques used. So each paragraph centres around a technique. Um, you can analyse the piece by arguments and sub-arguments. So arguments and sub-arguments from the author of that piece. So if the author is talking about um, allowing phones to be brought back into Victorian schools, the arguments that follow that might be, well, one, it's for students to be able to contact parents if need be. Two, it's to be able to use phones as um, strong resources, learning resources in the classroom and so on and so forth. So that's, you could organize your paragraphs in that regard. 
Um, you could organise your paragraphs in uh, around how the language is used to persuade the reader of the sub-arguments, so around the language that the author uses rather than his ideas. Um, or you can arrange them as to why the sub-argument is supporting the author's broader intention. So reasoning almost like kind of looking at the author's sub-arguments and how that builds towards a contention, kind of doing it backwards. It does not matter which way you structure your language analysis, but you need to cover the following things. You need to cover the technique that's used or techniques that, that are used, examples of those techniques and the effect of those techniques, techniques on the audience, on the readers. Um, it sounds easy enough. And, it, and really it is, it's very systematic. It's a very systematic way of writing. Um, students need to not stress about, or typically students need to not stress about language analyses. It's, uh, I think the issue is that there's too much overthinking that goes on around this piece because it's, because it's so different from your typical essay writing that students overthink themselves into a frenzy and then they don't do anything, like they can't, they can't pick out any kinds of language techniques or um, sub-arguments or anything like that. So when it comes to writing language analyses myself, I like to organise my body paragraphs in sub-arguments. Um, I also like to do it around techniques as well. So um, what that means is I'll read my piece, uh, my article or my letter to the editor, whatever the piece is that I'm analysing, and I'll I'll pull out the contention, of course, and then I'll pull out the sub-arguments that surround that contention. Or I'll pull out the techniques that I can clearly see and then talk about how that affects the reader. Um, again, completely up to you. So you'll see in this essay writing booklet on page 19, 20 and 21 that there are examples of body paragraphs for language analyses. There are examples of how to, um, or the information about how to organise your body paragraphs is all listed there. And ultimately you have to choose what's best, what feels most comfortable for you. Language analysis is all about, as I've said, analysing the language. And if in this essay writing booklet you head towards page, tell you, page 26, you'll find a page dedicated to literary techniques and devices. These are what it is going to be, these devices, these techniques are what are going to be super relevant to unpacking and annotating your pieces through language analyses. So you can select a handful of these literary techniques that are relevant to a piece that you're reading and analysing and organise your body paragraphs in relation to those. Again, play around with it, see what feels most comfortable to you and um, practice is probably the key thing for language analysis. Uh, practice, practice to make sure that you're improving and improving, get feedback constantly and keep keep trying um, trial, by trial and error. That's, that's very much what it is. Um, okay, conclusion writing. There are five things involved in a conclusion. Um, 
for language analysis. You'll find these on page 21 of the essay writing booklet. So how has language been used overall? It's very much a, summar a sum up of everything. What is the big technique or the major appeal that the author uses? Some, most pieces, um, persuasive pieces, the author will adopt an overarching technique or an overarching appeal to persuade their readers. Um, the example in the um, the example in that the essay writing booklet that I've included. So it's on page twenty two. Um, it's an annotated um, article. Oh, it's actually I beg your pardon. It's actually a transcription of a presentation. Um, but I've annotated it all in red for you guys. This piece in particular, the overarching uh, technique that the author uses is um, uh, inclusive language. I almost drew a blank then. Inclusive language. The author is consistently saying, we need to do this. It's our world. We have to band together. What are we going to do? How are we going to manage this? It's very much inclusive language all the way through. And this is only um, an excerpt of this piece. You'll find this, this is a 2010 um, English exam, um, BC English exam, this article, or this um, item has come from. So if you want to read the rest of it, you, you're more than welcome can do that. Just search it into Google. Um, but that's that's what that means in terms of what the, the major technique is that the author uses. Um, in your conclusion, you want to build your way back to the overall contention. So making a brief statement about um, a statement or two about how the author wants the audience to respond. So the author, if he's wanting or if he or she is wanting to, um, if the contention is all about bringing phones back um, into Victorian schools, allowing students to have their mobile devices in Victorian schools, um, how does how does the author want in the way that the author is is um, explore or trying to persuade? How does he he or she want the audience to feel about that? Um, and broad intentions, the author might want to increase uh, to to have um, phones brought back into schools because maybe he's got a hidden agenda. Maybe he's wanting students to. Um, download a specific app and use it to uh, maybe track their, I don't know, maybe track their like phone usage or something, like something like that. Um, okay, so annotating. It's all about unpacking the piece that you're given or pieces that you're given. Um, you can use, um, I, I'm a massive fan of highlighters different colour pens, pencil, all that kind of stuff. You'll see um, on page 22 of this essay writing booklet that it's all in red and that's just to make it really contrast and stand out for you guys um, so that, you know, the printer registered that kind of thing. Um, but using symbols, you know, on that page I've circled inclusive language and circled all of the inclusive language that I've um, noted. Um, so unpacking your... Uh, letters, articles, pieces in that regard. And keeping your eyes, uh, keep, keeping yourself revising literary techniques. 
that is a great way of um, studying for language analysis as on top of um, practicing, of course. But to study for language analysis, what you need to do is you need to actually understand the literary techniques and you need to know what they mean. So when you get to page 26 and you're having a look at those, um, allegory, illusion, alliteration, analogy, anecdote, anomaly, blah, 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 blah. They're on alphabetic order on this page. This is not the extent of them. There are plenty more literary techniques that I haven't included in this. Um, but have a look through these. Make sure you select some that are um, easy to understand for yourself and that can be applied to a whole range of pieces um, and have a good range of, of techniques that you are you understand. You'll also find um, on page 28 um, a page all about the tone of the author, 28 and 29, sorry, it goes over two pages. Um, the tone is super important as well because when you're talking about a piece, when you're um, specifically in the introduction of your language analysis, analyses, sorry, if you're writing more than one, um, when you're talking about piece a piece or pieces you need to explore the tone of the author as well so you'll find that on pages 28 and 29 um, and selecting the one that best fits the tone of the piece that you're analyzing so that's really all i want to have a chat to you guys about when it comes to language analysis there is a checklist in the essay writing booklet um, have a look at that and um, of course, you guys can write all over your copies of the essay writing booklet, but, um, you know, make a note of the checklist in terms of what you're um, making sure you're covering the right stuff in your language analysis um, or in your language analyses. Um, and when it comes to language analyses, it's really about practising. It's about understanding literary techniques and it's about understanding um or being able to identify contentions and arguments in other pieces of persuasive work. Um, if there are any questions when it comes to language analyses, please be sure to uh, message me. As I said, practice makes perfect. The more feedback you can get for language analyses writing, um, the better off you'll be. It's super important that you get feedback from multiple people as well. So give it to a few a handful of English teachers at your school rather than just your English teacher um send it to me all that kind of stuff and I hope that's been really helpful um I'll talk a bit more about this when it comes to one-on-one -on -one tutoring um with you guys but yeah I hope that's helpful have a really nice day and until next time I'll be chatting to you guys soon about some lit literacy stuff all right take care guys bye